Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Welcome back to the Electrify Expo podcast, brought to you by the creators of the Electrify Expo. Hey, welcome back. This is Joe Boris with the Electrify Expo podcast. As we get towards the first official show of 2021, that'll be the live show in Orange County in September. We are now about 60 days away from the first live show. So that's kind of pretty exciting news. I'm here today with Chris DeMauro. We're going to talk about some of the news of the week as it comes to uh, electric cars and e-mobility. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, Joe. Happy to be here. <laughs> It's amazing how how excited you are to be doing. I am so excited to be doing my job right now. This is great. And we got some really cool things to talk about today. As usual, there's so much happening in the world. There's so much happening. And that's the thing, right? Like we've been trying to do this like every other week or once a month. And we do a longer form episode and it's too much to cover, right? By the time you get around to this two week episode, there's now three hours of material to cover and it's too much. So what we're going to do this time, we're going to do a little bit shorter segment, but we're going to talk about some of the bigger news of the last week. And we're going to try this going forward. For bam, a little bam, bit. bam, bam, big news items, short time, big news items, short time. So this is great. If you want to have like a news digest, you have something on the, you know, cup of coffee on your way to work kind of deal. This is a perfect kind of thing. You ready for this? Ready for this one, Chris? Yes, I am. What do we got first? All right. First off, we have Mercedes-Benz is planning to go all electric. Now, this is a big deal mainly for Mercedes-Benz because they are, of course, the the first car, right? The very first motor-driven vehicle was uh, you know, made by uh, Daimler and Benz. And that was like a big deal back in the late 1800s. So they A little bit been, of a big deal. A little, little bit, bit of a big deal. deal. Kind of started a trend there. You know, getting away from the horse. A little bit of a trend. A little bit of a trend. And, you know, I'm pretty sure, uh, what, four or five years ago, this was just not a thing for them. They were like, electric, we're not going to do it. And now they're just going all in on it. They're They're going all in. And I think that there was a few years ago, there was still that kind of balancing act, right? Like, do we go electric? Do we hold off on diesel? See what happens? Are we doing hydrogen? Um, They recently sold off all of their hydrogen research to uh, another company, a company called Geely that owns Volvo, does a big deal in China. Pretty sure they just washed their hands of it, right? They washed their hands of it. uh, And I think that that makes a lot of sense because that's number one, that's what the shareholders wanted. And the company, you know, obviously has a, a duty to its shareholders, but also the research is just there for everything that they want to do the costs of battery and electric motors and components are coming down the ability to recycle them is uh just going up 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 so a lot of those things that seemed like they might have been issues five or ten years ago those seem to have been solved for and uh you know not for nothing mercedes did a heck of a job they put out their eqs a couple of months ago we still haven't seen that in the u.s although there is a rumor that we're going to have it at our live show a live event in orange county in september that'll be the first time that anybody in north america gets to drive it which will be pretty exciting and uh you know that's a car that's getting 400 miles of range it's every bit as quick as the old v12s used to be and it's got like some really neat kind of forward-looking technology yep, and then yep, when you yep. see it on the road you know, you see this thing on the road and it looks like a Mercedes Benz. It doesn't look like some kind of weird space egg. It doesn't look like, you know, some kind of hippie. Go on the the Tesla route. We're making a fancy, nice looking car. That looks like a fancy, nice looking electric car. It's not, it's not, you don't know it's an electric car, just the car. You don't know it's an electric car. Exactly right. Exactly right. Especially the earlier Teslas uh, that had still had a grill. Like the, the Mercedes still has that, you know, Mercedes looking grill to it. Now, of course, it lights up and it's illuminated and people can see. And it's just, again, it's just crazy. They're like, yeah, we're going all electric. No big we're deal. going all electric. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, 
it's a big deal. It's a really big deal because they're going to be building uh, eight new gigafactories in not only Europe, but in Asia and in North America as well. So there's going to be a lot of new jobs that come with this. And uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be really exciting, I think, for Mercedes and fans of Mercedes. And they're not the only ones with some big, big news this week, right? Uh, no, I mean, if you want to talk about big, it's really hard to go any bigger than what Rivian is doing. So Rivian is yep. a startup company. They're doing electric pickup trucks. All electric is, trucks all the time. All electric all the time. But it's not only pickups, it's SUVs. These are a little weird. They're not like commercial pickup trucks. These are unibody. They're more like a Honda Ridgeline, Chevy Avalanche kind of vibe to them. These are cars that you're going to drive every day. They're daily driver pickups for guys who want to have adventures, want to have their, their pickup truck experience, but it's yep. not a work truck. Right? And, they've, and they've been working. So they had a deal with Ford. Ford decided to go it alone. All right. And then, but they are still working with Amazon, I believe. And then they raised two and a half billion dollars and they're looking for a second factory. Meanwhile, billion, still, billion dollars. Yep. But yeah. we still haven't seen one on the road. Um, well, I think that depends on where you are, right? Because I'm, I'm here in Illinois. I know Chris, you're obviously in new England. I know Matt Teske, when he's with us, he's usually coming out of the West coast, but here in Chicago, in the Midwest, this is where they're being built, right? Like they're being built right down the road in normal Illinois. So like, I actually have seen these things. Kind really? of moving around. Yeah. Really? And like, okay. You know, they look like trucks. They're cool. That's cool. Well, I mean, I think they look dope. I think they're absolutely cool looking. And so, you know, again, my whole thing is like, I want to see more of them on the road, right? That's my thing. So you're actually getting to see them out in the wild. And that's really cool. Yeah, There's it's a, a really neat country. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a neat deal. You know, and the nice thing about the, the Rivians is like, they are really going after this market that I think has, I think is a lot bigger than a lot of people realize, which is this like full size SUV market. Oh, and they're so doing huge. it. Yeah. They're doing it in a real clever way. They've got their, um, you know, they've got their own sort of proprietary charging network in the same way that Tesla does, but you can also plug them in anywhere. There's like a CCS port, or if you're, if you have the chargeway app, basically anywhere that has the green charging port you can use the Rivian yeah. in addition to their network so it's not like you know like the Fords and everything else that are you use this but not Tesla or Tesla's it says you know you use this but not the public charging network it's both and you know talking about big news I think Tesla's announcement this week was actually fairly big as well which is that they are planning over the next couple of years to open up their supercharger network to people who own other electric cars, whether that's a Porsche or Rivian or something else. So you'll be able to access Tesla superchargers and make it bigger. But for now, it's still an exclusive thing, right? So I think yeah. Rivian has the edge. And, and honestly, not that anybody asked me, I think Rivian kind of forced their hand by creating that Rivian supercharger network and still leveraging everyone else's network together. Yeah. I think Rivian really found the best of both worlds there. In a way, Rivian is just like, give it all. Give me it all. Like, you want to plug it? All. in? I'll plug in with anybody. Right? I'll plug in with of, anybody. I'm not kind of a slutty, kind of a slutty attitude, but in a good way. I mean, you know, in a good way. Listen, I love it. Way. I well, listen, listen, but isn't that all? isn't that Amazon? Isn't that so like Amazon? Which is, of course, Amazon is, is the bigger is the bigger player here behind the scenes for Rivian. But like 
Amazon's whole thing is like, look, we have our business and our products that we sell. But if you want to sell your products on Amazon, you can do that too. Yeah. We let everybody play. And everybody's on board. Everybody's on board. And that's why, you know, eventually uh, we're all going to be working for Bezos and he's just going to be the Supreme Lord ruler. And that's it. That's that's pretty much the fact. Did you hear that, Alexa? I'm not even complaining. (laughs) trying to get in good with our future overlord right you know what like honestly like i say what you will about bezos i i get it you know he's kind of like a dr evil sort of character and like i'm okay with that because like honestly if if i can't get cat food delivered to my house within two days i'm gonna kill myself i get cat litter delivered on a monthly schedule and you know what you would think would encourage me to clean my (laughs) litty box more and fact of the matter is i just have like eight bags of cat litter sitting in my basement my cat (laughs) yeah it's uh definitely there's let's i mean we don't want to make this into a cat show but i feel like my cat would like the ravine also I uh well and why not? So why last not? piece last piece of news we're going to cover today, Joe. So the last thing I want to cover is obviously uh we talk a lot about electric cars and electric cars have federal tax credits, state tax credits, local tax credits. But one area that has not seen a lot of tax credits or incentives mm-hmm. to adopt electric drive or e-mobility is two-wheelers. And now there's actually a 30% tax credit for electric bicycles being proposed in the Senate. Uh, It's going to be a maximum credit of $1,500. So you can't go buy like a $15,000 grape and, and, you know, claim 30% of that. But, you know, if you're looking at a a three or $4,000 e-bike, you know, 1500 bucks, that's real money. That's real money. And again, it's for a segment of the population that really kind of gets left out a lot, right? You don't see a lot of people getting, you know, discounts on their e-bikes and stuff, but their e-bikes are popular. People e-bikes like their bikes. are really popular. And, you know, I, especially I this last year, especially this last year, that seems to be the fastest growing thing. And there's a lot of people like me that, you know, there are people who, out there who maybe they got away from cycling. Maybe they were into it for a while. I mean, for a while there in the uh, early 2000s, they, they used to say cycling is the new golf. And we had like real fancy bikes and road bikes and we'd ride all over South Florida. We were big nerds in our little skin tight, uh, you know, sausage tubes that were brightly colored. Nobody needs this mental image. Nobody needs everybody. (laughs) First of all, there's a lot of people who've already seen it and they are horrified. (laughs) (laughs) But I think to your point here, you know, again, this is a segment that's been overlooked a lot. And yet now, again, this is real money we're talking about. You know, you buy a a 30% credit on a $3,000 bicycle. That's about a thousand bucks, right? You're talking, you're putting a thousand dollars, but there's a lot of nice e-bikes in that $3,000, $4,000 range where now all of a sudden, you know, you get your tax return and now you can afford uh, uh, an e-bike, right? Like you get your two grand back from the government. And I was like, okay, well, I got two grand. I can go buy a nicer bike than I anticipated. And again, exactly right. the- or not even a nicer bike. Maybe you just buy the bike that you've been looking at, yeah, but yep. you haven't pulled the trigger for whatever reason, or you were already going to buy it. But instead of using that five-year-old helmet, you get a new helmet. Maybe you get some, yep. you know, a, a high-vis jacket or a high-vis backpack to ride with it. And you're safer as well. And depending on where you are in the country, like here in Chicago, there's a lot of, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of these, what they call road diets, where they're taking these three and four lane roads down to two lanes and they're expanding the bicycle lane. Yep. And they're doing that to encourage this kind of traffic. And like, 
you know, honestly, my wife gives me heat for liking motorcycles and she doesn't want me to ride a motorcycle, but she's all in on an e-bike. And can she really tell whether it has a 1500 watt motor or a 5,000 watt motor? No, No, she can't, Chris. No, No, she she can't. can't. And I think, you know, just one last thing about these two, right. Is, you know, I feel like people are, um, we want to encourage bicycles, right? We've got, we've got people that, you know, why don't encourage people to do things other than drive cars? Like you said, we're going on these road diets and stuff. And this is a really great way, again, to get people to kind of like step back and be like, oh, my God. OK, like I can, you know, maybe spending three grand on a bicycle seems a little luxurious, but taking it down to two grand with this tax credit, all of a sudden it becomes a much more reasonable proposition. And I think, you know, again, that's what these tax credits can do. And I, I do like that they're limiting it to $1,500 because then you can't make the claim that's, oh, it's only rich people. Rich people are getting back, you know, $5,000 on a $15,000 e-bike that sits in their garage. No, this is, this is a very practical, thought out kind of tax credit. And I really like it. And, you know, I'm hopeful that will it'll pass. I'm hopeful it'll pass as well. And I think it, it it's one of those things where y- having seen it come out in a federal bill, I think even if it doesn't pass, there's a number of states that are, um, I don't want to say forward looking because obviously we're talking about now a trend that's already here. Yep, yep. Uh, so I don't want to give them the credit of calling them forward looking. I, I would never want to accuse the American government <laughs> positively uh, you know, proactive, but uh, you know, certainly this is a trend that's already here. And there's a lot of places where, you know, maybe we can encourage somebody to make a healthier choice for themselves and get out there and move around and move their bodies and, and be a little healthier too. Right. And I think that $1,500 yep. tax credit, you know, if you're, if you're looking at a state budget or a municipal budget, like if you can just reduce the number of diabetes claims or reduce the number of heart attack claims from, you know, the people in your community being healthier, uh, you know, it, you can give out a lot of $1,500 checks before you have to pay for any kind of major surgery or medication. So I think, I mean, it's, there's a, a whole smart bunch of budgetary move, the whole right? bunch there's of benefits, a bunch, whole bunch of benefits. And I, you know, hope we see more of it. I, I, I hope think we that's see more good. Of it. I think that's going to do it for today. Not oh, you just wanted to stop me from saying, I think we've got a show. I wanted to say, I'm I done think, working. Pete. I think we've got a show. I think we've got a show. I wanted to say the tagline. I wanted to say it this time. Well, you got it, buddy. You All right. It. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. The Electrify Expo is coming to California in 2021. Forecasted to be the largest e-mobility festival in the USA. Learn how you can attend or get involved by visiting electrifyexpo.com. Be sure to find out more information about Electrify Expo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn to get information on all things e-mobility. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV and follow along on social media for daily clips and more.